Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Thank you. Welcome back. It is our 8 o'clock hour. Just greeting the uh, the guy who runs the place. Mm-hmm. The, the owner, Al, uh, David Field, is here from Odyssey. And, uh, David, thank you for all that you have done for our show. And the years you have uh, been, uh, we have been under your leadership. It's been a, a spectacular time. My favorite years of the 33 were the ones where you were, you were running things and you were at uh, top. And thank you for all that you gave us. Appreciate it. All right, uh, Al, we got a bunch of stuff to do what here. What do we got? Uh, I got Mel Reese coming up at uh, 8.20, and I have a drink. Uh, oh. I would like him to rip Jonathan No, Gant. that's not going Come to on. Oh, He's the, you know Merrill's disappointed. No, but uh. Merrill, will do, Merrill will do it in-game. No, he's, he's great in-game. Yes. Marilyn Graham is the best play-by-play guy who gives you opinion. Mm-hmm. Yes. He does it seamlessly. Yes. You can't even tell the difference. Well, you have to when I you're doing the play-by-play. I know Gannon was on his nerves in the second mm-hmm. half. It had to be. And, and uh, apparently, we have now managed, Al, uh, we spent the last three days canvassing the area to find the biggest Jonathan Gannon supporter. <laughs> what did you come oh. up with? Well, we found him right here at WIP, and oh. he's sitting with us now. Our football reporter, Elliot Shore Parks. Hi, Elliot. Man, I was going to start by saying something nice, but maybe I'll wait till no, then to call and see how it goes before <laughs> I decide sure, if I want to throw a compliment your way. By the end here, I'm pretty sure that you will wanna, not want to say yeah, anything nice. I'll person. retire, too, by the end. <laughs> yeah. I just want, Elliot, the thing is that when there are losses that you know people will carry with them forever, Yeah. you say, well, I even read this, that if you find somebody you can point the blame at, It'll make it easier for you to process. Mm-hmm. And I really believe the GOAT, the, the, and not the GOAT in the new season. Yeah, yeah. The, the old guy goat. that Lower ruined case. this season and the Super Bowl was the man coaching our defense, Jonathan Gannon. You do not subscribe to that. Is that correct? 
No, I don't believe that Gannon is the reason they lost that game. I think the entire team lost that game. Everybody wants to focus on the defense in the second half. The offense handed them seven points in the first half. They scored one touchdown in the second half. They went three and out when the momentum was shifting. And no one talks about this enough. Nick Sirianni punted that game away when he punted on fourth and two, right? So did Gannon have a bad game? Yeah, the defense wasn't great, obviously, but they're also going up against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They held them really to 24 points if you think about it, which I think everyone would have signed up for at the end of the day. The offense was just as bad in the second half as the defense was. It's a shame. I, look, I, I agree with you. It'd be easier if there was one, one person to point the finger at, but there's not. The whole team blew this game. All right. Um, I would like to play something for you because uh, uh, the term that he just used to describe the defense right. is not great. Not great, yeah. All right? Yeah. Now, not great to me would be okay, but not really acceptable, yeah, right? Yeah. Not great is not terrible. Terrible. Because what they were Catastrophic, was, to use a word that Marcus Hayes used. <laughs> what they were was historically terrible. Yes. And I will prove it now with a man I think you admire, Sheil Kapadia. Oh, yeah. Of the Ringer. Yep. Now, Sheil Kapadia, uh, much like Ruben Frick, is great with stats, especially Mm -hmm. analytic stats. Mm -hmm. And he had this stat on how epic the fail was of that defense. Listen closely to this. You know, if you have friends out there and they're saying, no, Mahomes beats everyone, Mahomes is great against everyone, I just want you to give you some numbers. Eagles have played 400 games since 2000. That defensive performance with the stakes at their highest – that defensive performance ranked 391st <laughs> in EPA per drive and 395th Goodness defensive gracious. success rate. Think of all the crappy, freaking, no-talent defenses the Eagles have had yep. in that span. Would you like to counter this argument or maybe change the term not great? I mean, they didn't play Mahomes those 400 times, did oh, they? Elliot, Elliot, Elliot. What does that stat have to do with Elliot, playing Patrick Mahomes? Elliot, you, know, yeah, you know what it is, yeah. Elliot? Yeah. You act like Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game. Do right. the Cincinnati defense have half the talent that the Eagles defense had? The Cincinnati sure. defense no, no, no. is very good uh, for no. what it's worth. Yeah, but is it as yeah. good as the Eagles? Uh, no, I wouldn't say it's as good as you. Okay. Yeah. Prior to they the AFC to- Championship, they beat them three straight times. They did, correct? absolutely. You, know, you act like they- literally Patrick Mahomes cannot be beaten, it- and that is simply not true. He's I'm not saying he can't be beaten. Times. What I'm saying is when offense hands the other team seven points, when the offense only scores once in the second half, it makes it Oh, wait, harder. I'm sorry. Did, did the, the offense the, actually make plays the in the de- second half? What, what defense, happened in the first half? The defense, what the defense didn't make do, a what, single play. They made all types of plays they in the make, first half of the game. How they many, weren't even how on many the field. Points, how many points did they give up in they the first half? They weren't on the how field. How many points did they give up in the first half? They, weren't on, they were hardly on the field. Why, you, why, why uh, were they hardly Elliot, on the field? Why were they hardly on the field? How many Super Bowls are won in the first half? But, but it's okay, I agree. No, whole, it's no, in the second the half. Team Tampa, what, what Tampa did, had a plan for Mahomes. What did the offense do in the second half? The offense had the ball three times and only scored once. Right. At the end of the day, that was a shootout. And, the, the money is on the offensive side of the ball. The head coach is an offensive head coach. The quarterback is right. about to get $50 million. I agree. They scored Gannon, 35 Elliot, points. The first, so they got to get 40 points the to win? They're the first team in NFL the, the history teams, to score again, 35 and lose in the you, Super Bowl. You guys are missing. I'm not saying the defense was good, but the, I don't get why everybody wants to point at Gannon when the special teams handed them t- a touchdown. Jalen Hurts handed them a touchdown. The offense went three and out. Nick punted the ball away. It, Gannon wasn't great, but at the end of the day, the best unit on this team is the offense. Will we all agree with that? 
That's true. Okay, and what unit came up small in the second half as well? The offense. It's Look, they lost. The Chiefs are a great team. I just don't think this idea that Gannon should be fired because he struggled against Mahomes and Andy. A lot of teams struggle against Mahomes and Andy. And, Rhea, you bring up the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. The week before, they gave up 23 points to the Chiefs, right? Yeah. If you take away the Hurts uh, fumble and the fact that the special teams basically gave up a touchdown, they're at 24 points. Did you the Chiefs s- average 30 points. If Hold you on. take away the touchdown, they're uh, at 31. Did like, you see Jonathan Gannon make any adjustments between the 20s in the second half? Any adjustments between the 20s, you're saying? Yeah, he played soft zone the entire half between the 20s. The only time he adjusted was when the Chiefs were in the red zone, and then they faked yeah. him out Yeah, with the they, same they, play they ran. Again, with. Jonathan Gannon got outcoached. You're not going to hear me say he didn't. Andy Reid outcoached Jonathan Gannon. Andy Reid is, maybe I can say this now that he said some nice about Angelo. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Reid is maybe the best offensive head coach of all time when you consider just from a schematics perspective, right? He got outcoached. No one's disagreeing with that. But again, Jalen Hurts... Handed them seven points. To me, the main difference in the game is this. Both offenses were pretty good. Both defenses were bad. Right. One team made a critical Elliot. mistake. Like, that's now, what notice happened. I did not participate mm. in what was a great exchange here. I just wanted to <laughs> How you could uh, point the finger at Jalen Hurts when down eight and the season on the line, he methodically drove his team down, mm-hmm. scored the touchdown, single-handedly got the two-point conversion, produced under the most dramatic moments of his career. And then the defense came out and stunk. In the moment, just compare under duress which of the units performed, Hurts in the offense or the defense. Please, Jalen Hurts. Tell this to somebody who's as dumb as you guys are, because it's ridiculous. Jalen Hurts. It's ridiculous. Jalen Hurts was unbelievable in that game. That's a fact. He played really, really well. So it's, why are it's you also blaming a fact him? That he handed the defense. He handed the Chiefs seven points. It is what it is. We oh, have to accept that. Jalen Hurts had a great he got year. Thirty-one. Yeah, and they he, again. He handed the defense. He handed ah! the Chiefs. It matters. They lost by what was it, three points? And he handed them seven. If the defense plays the exact same game and Jalen Hurts just holds onto the ball, they win that game. It doesn't mean the all finger right. is pointed at Jalen. It means the uh, the blame is all around in this game. I wasn't going to do this. Ellie. Oh no, I wasn't going to do this because I feel like we've attacked you enough. It's all right. But I That's happen I came to in. have the most aggressive caller who's oh. on the line next. Can't and wait. I want to, I don't even, he hasn't called since the game. I don't know if he's blaming Gannon. Let us bring on the legend, Arson oh, Arnie. God. Hi, Arnie. And now the end is near. Oh, no. Hey, how, how you doing, buddy? Arnie, oh. I need, before we get into that stuff, Arnie, yeah. you watch that. Are you angry every, every with the defense? Are the you defense, angry? The, 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 I'm angry with a lot of people, but the defense didn't show up. That, yeah. They, they, this was not the same Eagles defense I've seen all year. And they didn't make one single adjustment. I, 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 I didn't know what to do while I was watching that game. Right. I, I started getting that feeling again, like, oh, we're going to lose. We're going to lose. Right. I didn't have that feeling all year. All Arnie, year. When it was 35-35 and you were kicking off with 5.15 to go, were you confident? No. No, that's no. the whole story that tells you at that point there was they were virtually powerless against that defense. Uh, I was starting virtually to think powerless. We we were I I I I I was watching that game cursing because the defense did not show up, and right. we we made a lot of other mistakes too. But the defense didn't show up. Exactly, Arnie. Will you ever get over this, Arnie? 
You know what, Angel? In my entire life, there's only one game I ever went to that it physically affected me, and that was the the last game at Metro Stadium against Tampa yeah. Bay. Right. I, I came home that night. My my wife my wife said, "Why don't you just go upstairs?" I, I, I was <laughs> I I I felt like I lost a kid after that. You know. Yeah. It it, it just it, it it kills you. It kills. It still you. hurts, but you are. And we'll always be Arnie, the most passionate sports fan in this city. You know what? And I'm Angel, glad you called in, Angel. You brought out something in me that I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know I could be that aggressive. I didn't. <laughs> I, I I was a quiet guy until I started call, calling you, and it's, it, it was a personality I was unaware I really had because, and I liked it. And I started calling your show, and I've been calling you for like 32 years now. Yep. All right, you were there at the beginning, and I, I just got to say, whenever I saw your name on there, I went, well, I know I got about three minutes that are going to be terrific on that radio show that day. That's nah, how you, much you, I think of you. Uh, you, you, you know what? I, I knew I had a strange relationship with you when you asked me to come to the house and break into your shed because you locked the bicycle in it. It was Christmas time. <laughs> Very true. Huh? You came to sell. I, I told you I, my wife has a car. You came and picked me up and drove me back to Jersey to break into a shed. Well, we only know a <laughs> few people who can break into things. So you- Ray, I needed a button knife. I popped it in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it, man. I, I, Angelo. <sighs> you there? Yes, I'm here. Uh, no, I was just waving over. Somebody you know very well. There's all... To, how can a person describe you? Yeah. You're a legend. You are a legend. I mean, you really are. You're like the Mike Schmidt of radio. You cannot be replaced. <laughs> right. I had a lot of fun over the years, but I mean, I, I really do love you guys. I, I do. I mean, the, thing, the things that happened to my life after, after I started becoming a known caller were amazing. It was amazing. Uh, you you would go out in town and, and after a while you're afraid to talk because people are going to say, oh oh, do I know you? You sound <laughs> you sound so familiar. And then my wife, oh yeah, he's Arson Arnie. I would just shut up, Cindy. Shut up. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm not sure this is textbook for what you should do when you're a radio host, but I got so close to Arnie that he became like a pseudo father mm. for my son because he would take him to events. My son Neil is here right now, Arnie. Do you remember when you uh, took him to a hockey game and got him a stick? He wanted. I, I walked into, I think it was the Hartford Whalers locker room, and just, I actually like I belonged there. And I grabbed it and walked out. I grabbed the stick, and, and I, he, he was Neil Arnie, was Arnie, amazed at how that, I pulled that, that off. Wasn't that this a, is my son Neil? Go ahead, Neil. Arnie, wasn't that a Sunday morning when they were doing the pregame show for an Eagles game, and 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 we snuck into the Spectrum for a practice? Yes, yeah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I did. remember I took you to, and, and I think it was in 1996. Angelo, he he broke his wallet open, and me and Neil went to the All Star game, and do, we I had cops escorting yeah. us everywhere we went. We had two cops following us because the Phillies were afraid I was going to go streaking on the field. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But wouldn't it be great if my son got arrested with oh, you? Yeah. Great. Oh, I, I would love it. I would have loved it. That would have been cool, man. <laughs> what a story that could have been. It would have been great. Well, Arnie, I think you know how we feel about you here, and 
Uh, you're the best. Uh, you I will would, always uh, Rhea, be Rhea, when I call after this week, I'm a, I'm, I'm asking for Rhea because yep. I love her too. I do. Love it. Arnie, be well. Long and happy life ahead. Thank you, my friend. I'll call you. Arnie. Arson Arnie. And uh, my son, that was, I, he happened, my son happened to walk in just as mm. that was happening. And I went, well, Arnie, oh. I, you know, I go to bed. I'm not always available to do the things a father should do. Right. There were times when Arnie stepped in. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's how amazing Arson Arnie is. It's great. Elliot, you're a good sport. Good luck. Thank you. Start to think more like us now. I'll okay? try. Please I'll try. start. It would be and, easier that way. And I'll say this, Angelo. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's a ton of nice things I could say, but the best compliment I can maybe give you is whenever I was on the air, whenever I talked to any other beat writers, we all agreed the call, the hit we were most nervous to do was with you because we never knew what you were going to ask. We never knew what it was going to be like, but that's the ultimate sign of respect because you really know how to hit the topics and everything. So thank you so much for always having me on. It was a, a true dream come true to uh, be here today. Elliot Chopprox, ladies and gentlemen, I'm football guy. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Elliot. 215-592-9494. I got to play something for you guys. I know you touched on it yesterday, but then Jason Kelsey did too. Right. When the Eagles scored the field goal, they went up 27-21. Okay. A lot of people on the offense thought they had lost the game. Yeah. Well, that's why you know the defense stuck. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. Exactly. And I will play that stuff for you when we return, plus many other. We got the legend himself, the great Merrill Reese coming up. And my goal is, my my dream, my final going away gift, Mm -hmm. Merrill Rips, Jonathan Gannon. (laughs) Look, you got to aim high. WIP Sports Time is 817. Winter Blues got you down. Colonial Marble and Granite has. Oh, wow. Welcome back. 824. I heard a longer version than that. Okay. Uh, uh, Charlie Manuel did acknowledge uh, my existence. Yes. Uh, understand, as recently as the last run by the Phillies, Cindy Webster was very close to, to Charlie, tried to get him as a guest. Yeah. And he said, hell no. So he never changed his opinion. Cindy, how did you even get him to say that? Hold on. I need the mic. I don't have anybody here. Sorry, he's helping me with something. I said money talks. <laughs> you, you paid him? No, I'm just kidding. He wanted to do it. He wanted to do it. There's a longer version. Why didn't we play he, the whole version? I don't version? know, yeah. I need the whole version. Somebody find the whole version of that because he did do a lot, and he, I, it, I got the sense he didn't know what to say. Oh, see, I think he really respects you on no, some level. No, he does not. Al, does he know. respect me? He's a nice man. No, I know. That's not the answer. Or my an answer, no. And she could have said no. Exactly. No, I know he could have, but here's why he did it. And again, I'm not here to, to belittle people who are saying nice things about me. No, of course not. He <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he did it for Cindy Webster, yeah. who he loves. Oh, yeah, I get he along did great you with a him. favor. Yes, you're right. Right? Yeah, actually. Because, uh, and honestly... Uh, you know, I, look, I'm not going to make an enemy again. He already hates me. <laughs> right. We would have won three. Uh, we should have won three. Wow. What are you doing? Wow. I, I, you doing? doing? I mean, uh, no, I'm not. Well, I exactly. no, we should have won two. I'm with you on that. We should have won two. have a little Phillies news. What do you got? They have actually signed a uh, two-year contract extension with Sir Anthony Dominguez, who was eligible for arbitration. That's great. There you go. Ball one. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Jeez. You, know, there you go. want me to suddenly change in a second of last show? No, no change I tomorrow. I won't be here. <laughs> uh, no, you ha- uh, let me make this. I will be here. You have to be here at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's the last show we'll ever do together. Yep. you got to feel pretty sentimental. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do a speech. Uh, you are going to do a speech? I'll do it today instead of tomorrow since I might not, you know. Right, go ahead, do no. it now. 
Off the top of my head? No, I thought. All right. Uh, no, 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 no. I honestly I can, thought you were going to say three words. I'll do one to. No, no, later, later. I won't do one. I honestly didn't think you were going to do one. Neither. Anyway, let me get to a legend I happen to be sitting next to. All right. A man who once again, Merrill, I just, I can't, no matter what, I won't be uh, talking about these games anymore, but I'll only be listening to Merrill and Mike for every Eagle game I ever watch. Well, I I really appreciate your support. You have been so great to us. Thank you. But, but Merrill, just help me with this, all right, because I'm telling you, it's a it's hard to do your last week when you've experienced the most disappointing loss I've ever experienced as an Eagles fan. How are you handling it? It's tough. It, it is really tough, Angelo. But the fact of the matter is, this team this team did so many great things this season, and so many people were involved in it that I just feel good about it. All right, Merrill, I need to blame someone. You know my style. <laughs> I always feel better, and, and I have really locked in on the defensive coordinator because the Eagles, with a very talented defense, were helpless against Patrick Mahomes in the second half. It was tough. Can I it blame was... Gannett? No. What do you mean <laughs> now? No, I, here's why. Here's why. I'm going, to, I'm going to give you two reasons that the Eagles lost that game. <clears throat> two reasons. And as much as I love Hurts, and he had a phenomenal game, Number one, the fumble and the subsequent scoop and score. Right. And number two, the punt return that set up another touchdown. Right. Take those two away, and the Eagles win the game. No, here's why I don't think so. Because I don't think, let's just say the ball bounces and rolls dead on the punt. Do you have any faith that they're going to stop Mahomes going right down the field and score? Well, you have any faith? Because they didn't do it any other time. Why were they going to do it that time? It, the fact of the matter is, they would have had an opportunity to do that. And the, other thing, the other thing, Angelo, is the fact that this team did so many things well. They really did. And then to point the finger at one guy who was responsible for a lot of their success this year. And I, I know what you're saying. And I know I how like frustrating it, it is. I, and, and here's the thing. Uh, the other thing, the Hurts thing, I guess I just I love this guy. I mean, I love Jalen Hurts. He, he's my favorite Eagles quarterback of the 33 years. But Angelo, I if, have been a Hurts guy, right? From, you, the, from very the very beginning, beginning right? from the very beginning. That damn Sayamalu, none of it happens if he just waits for the snap. They're going to get the first down. They always convert third and one. You know they're going to get it. Don't jump because that's what led to the fumble. See, you, you, can, you can find a lot of things yes. throughout that game. You know what upset me so much? Watching what? last night, watching the tape of the game. Oh, you were? Now, oh, how did you do that? Well, I was watching for other things. But right. the thing that upset me more than anything else is here is the biggest game of the football season, the, the ultimate game, and they play on an, on an ice rink. Oh, I'm what watching was that people about? sliding all over the place. What was that about? I don't know. Did I, it I get worse after the half? Yes. They were sliding all over the place. You saw Hassan Reddick, who had an amazing season, coming around the outside, and his legs going out from under him. That kind of stuff just kills you. Damn you, Rihanna. Damn you. Rihanna? She was in the air. No, Al. How many <laughs> dancers did they have on that field? The field was already in bad that shape. That field was already in bad shape before she it showed up. It got worse. Yeah. It was worse. Merrill, worst loss ever for the Eagles? No. 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 I, I'll give you the worst. That give I, me the worst. I have never left the stadium feeling as badly as I did in 2002 
at the at the uh, at the vet. The last the, vet game. Last vet game against oh. Tampa Bay that would have and they were heavy favorites to go to the Super Bowl that year, and they just came up so short. Wow. I mean, it was it was a horrible game with Donovan McNabb throwing mm-hmm. the Rondé Barber. Wow. But listen, that what can you do? But this game, this game were, was, was two teams giving it everything they had, and it went down to the final two minutes. Well, this, this is all I want to say to you, Meryl, for all these years. You are beyond extraordinary, right? And there was this, a, the second series of the game. Our broadcast was not synced with the actual Super hmm. Bowl coverage. So I, I shut you guys off for one series, and I was pulling my hair out. And I said, I got to go back. And it was synced. You guys did a phenomenal job with that broadcast. Did a phenomenal job with every broadcast for the years I've listened to you. You enhanced every game's enjoyment by the way you did a game. And you did it by telling me what's going on and sliding opinions in along the way. Phenomenal well, stuff. Well, we respect the audience. We respect the yes. Eagles fans. And they deserve nothing more than honesty. Right. The fact of the matter is... This team will never play again together. Yeah. There will be there will be guys who retire, there will be free agencies, there'll be a draft, different assistant coaches coming right. in. But I will tell you this, it's a great organization. They really have a great organization from top to bottom. Number two, they have an elite and I use the word elite young quarterback, twenty four years For old, sure. who has not reached his ceiling yet he's going to be better and not only that they have a fan base that can motivate them Ah. and drive them on and they have people like you who just incite that fire and can get everybody behind them i mean you know you're critical but you know what i get up on monday morning and the first thing i do at six o'clock in the morning on the monday after the game i jump up and say what does Angelo think? Yeah. And I want to hear you. You know, I call you sometimes. You at do. 10, I'm dead tired because I can sleep well the night before the game. The night after a game, I just roll around. Yeah. But when it comes to 6 o'clock in the morning, I want to hear what you think. And, and I'll miss that because you're critical, you're tough, but deep down, you love this team as really much do. as anybody. You really, really do. Really do. That evolved. Uh, you helped that to happen for you, Merrill. Thank you. Thank Mike for phenomenal work thank you so much well we appreciate that angelo right. and uh we will stay in touch because you have oh, for so many years from the days that i met you when you used to drive me oh because the wip wouldn't rent a car yep. we were in oakland <laughs> michigan and you had a rental car and you used to drive me out to practice right. uh, every day in oakland michigan and, and i never said a word I would just sit there, and you would rant about this, and you would rant about they were two minutes late making up your room yesterday, and you hated your coffee. And I would just sit there and sing, this poor soul needs a talk show so badly. I was, I was working my routine back then. Oh, I've right? seen it. Believe me. You right. had it. Right. Every morning was a talk show, Ryan. Meryl, we love you, man. You're, you're so great. I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Angelo. Uh, Al, I huh? want you to hear the uncaught Charlie uh, Manuel. Okay. Could you tell me how sincere this is? All right, let's listen to Charlie. Angelo, this is Charlie Manuel. I know over the years, you know, like uh, you and I kind of hung away from each other. But at the same time, you know, uh, you touched a lot of people. You did a lot of great things, and uh, people were very interested in you, and you entertained uh, quite a few people, and I admire you for that. And I said, uh, I want to tell you that uh, 
Uh, at times I wouldn't get upset with you, but it also too, I always looked at it as if anything, you might have motivated me a little bit. I'm, I might be a, too small of a person to really uh, tell you that, but at the same time, uh, no hard feelings. I wish you the best in life and go get them. Wow. Al, sincere? Yeah, he basically Kinda said. Was. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, that I, was very nice. I can't uh, believe all of How much did you pay him, Cindy? How much? I, I can't disclose. It was over, a lot. Over 500 It was way more than they pay me here. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily that much. All right. Anyway, uh, Merrill, thank you, Cindy. Thank, thank, you, thank you, so much. George is on the line. Hi, George. Hey, hello. Gosh, thanks for taking my call. I do not have the iconic nature of some of your callers. <laughs> I know you before many of your callers know you, back from when I was pitching papers for the Projo in the 70s and 80s, reading your columns. And Philly fans, who are good friends of mine, who encouraged me when they found out about my Projo paper pitching, have you ever listened to our Angelo Cataldi on WIP? I said I listened to him. I pitched papers when he used to write about local sports here in Rhode Island. Uh, do, your re- do your callers know you're one of the very few people who covered the longest game in professional sports history? Pawtucket, Red Sox, so No, listen to me. All right, George, I'm blo- glad you brought that up. I covered all 33 innings. I covered the interesting one. Al covered the last one. And this jackass, George, has been taking credit for 40 years as if he was there when it was 37 degrees for 32 innings, eight and a half hours. I did the left field line. <laughs> you did. Yeah. And by the way, Angelo, <laughs> fellow URI graduate here on the line. Right. Well, George, that's uh, you're kind to remember. There have been a lot of weird things that have happened during a career, but uh, your support and the support of all the listeners got us through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of years, and I, I'm indebted to you, George. Thank you. Famous Collins, by yes. the way. Yep. President Obama, although he wasn't Barack President Obama. Obama. All right, quick story on Obama. Got in trouble with that one. Barack Obama called in before the NCAA. He was running for president first time. Okay. He was doing a radio tour because he was getting his name out there. Right. He was just being discovered. Right. I did not get the message that he wanted to talk. A basketball. <laughs> so I asked him political questions. He had not been properly briefed. No, no. He made a highly controversial, racially insensitive reference. Really? And yeah, he did. It became national news. And then um, it, he was gracious enough to come back on. <laughs> Like so? the next week mm-hmm. after the first round of the NCAA tournament. And in that conversation, we talked only about basketball. <laughs> it was awesome. President Obama, before he was president, actually but was on this show th- twice. Th- just to give some reverence, it was about, wasn't it involving right. his grandmother? Like yes. He was telling a story. He was telling a story but, about how life has changed, how yes, culture has changed. And it was, but yeah. it did not get interpreted in a positive no. way. Wow. And he got in hot water. Yeah. Politically. So no matter what happens the no. rest of his life, he'll remember you. I, I hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. I tried. I apologized to him when he called mm-hmm. back in. But the b- truth being, I actually knew a little more about politics than I did about 
college basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Still do. <laughs> Two on, <laughs> thank you. Guess Two who's on, here uh, that you can get into it with next? Who's next? Ike Reese. Ike oh, Reese. No. That fraud. Oh, no. WIP Sports Time 838. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now's the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts, all while reinvesting in your biggest asset, not to mention the savings on your energy bills. Up to 43% of your home utility bill goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during these cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, including in my home, all with 96% customer satisfaction. Now's the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving on your energy bills. Call 866-90NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. This offer won't last long. Call Window Nation today, 866-90NATION, or go to windownation.com. Eight forty-three. Uh, first of our two goodbye shows. We are in the big room today with lots of people who have been so supportive of our station. We're for callers, sponsors. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that are part of our sales crew here have done such a great job keeping us all in business all these years. And uh, I just—that uh, was Dick Vermeil. That was totally sincere. Oh, absolutely. And I'm no Al. Honestly, and and the thing that I loved about having Dick Vermeil every week is. Every week, it, it brought me back to Brookie because Brookie and Dick Vermeer were Absolutely. very, very close. And Brookie uh, had issues with a lot of the things I did, but he would have been happy <laughs> that in our last six years, Dick Vermeer was a part yes, of the sir. show he started many, many years ago. Yeah, and that was a great a thing. A emotional, Angelo, and I love you so much. <laughs> uh, just, all right, Joe. Joe, I brought you in. Great for, job. <laughs> all right, Joe, thank you. I wasn't bringing you in for this right this second. <laughs> Uncle Bigford rides again. All right, get up. Come right. see When you're done with all this ass kissing, come yeah. see me. All right, I'll see him. Uh, that is our former boss. Anyway, uh, right here with us is uh, the great uh, Ike Grease, one of the true, true foundational blocks yes. of WIP. And uh, Ike, uh, I don't want to end on a sore note. <laughs> I couldn't word, tell on the way in here. I word tell. has reached me, Mr. Reese, yes. although you are widely regarded as the expert on defense at WIP, uh-huh. at least till you, Douglas, gets here next <laughs> exactly, week. Exactly, yes. <laughs> far more knowledgeable. Far more but knowledgeable. You are not laying the blame on a defensive coordinator who was literally helpless in the second half and blew a Super Bowl your team was supposed to win. Uh, Is that correct? Well, here's the thing, right? First of all, congratulations on a wonderful career. <laughs> it's not going to help. I'm trying to get this, get this over with as soon as I can. <laughs> all right. um, on the way in here, right, I got a chance to hear Elliot on with you guys. Yep. And that was terrifying. <laughs> just, just telling you. <laughs> that, that was terrifying on the way in here. Uh, no, in all, in all seriousness, Here's what I'll say. I do think there is a lion's share of the blame that could go to the defense. That's not that, – that, and this has been my stance. Right. I, I'm not, I'm not um, absolved Jonathan Gannon, the scheme, 
the fact that we couldn't get the ball back after Jalen Hurts got that two-point conversion and tied the game up, that should have lit a fire under the defense to get the ball back. But Elliott is right when he says there's blame to go around for everyone. And the offense, as great as they were in the first half, they didn't take advantage in the second half when they should have. And the coach is a part of that as well. He's been aggressive all year. He's gone for it in times that I didn't agree with, and he proved me wrong. I'm not sitting here saying I was screaming at the TV Sunday that he should have gone for it on fourth and two from his own 32-yard line. But the fact of the matter is you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, and if you give the ball back to Pat Mahomes in a punt, you're basically surrendering a possession. Aggressiveness has what allowed this team to be as great as they've been on offense. And so that played a part in it. The special teams, the right. punt return. This that's is all really one. great. You're just trying to avoid the main no. thing. The <laughs> no, main what thing I'm was four drives, three touchdowns, and the fourth would have been, yes. but the guy slid down at one. Yes. That, to me, preempts everything else. You know what's wrong with the offense? Yeah, they did a lot of bad mm-hmm. things. When they needed eight points, they went right down the field, and Hurts found a way to get them eight points, and then the defense collapsed one last time. Yeah. You can't talk your way around that. What I need to know is this. Mm-hmm. You were... Whatever, whether people think you're a great player or a good player, you were a smart player. You were a smart player. I'll take that. I wasn't wasn't great, but I was smart. As a linebacker, how many times would you have gotten sucked in when on October 2nd, Doug Peterson ran the motion play where the guy goes back and he's wide open and not fixed it two separate times when it happened back-to-back in the Super Bowl? How is that forgivable? It's not. It's not. And I place the blame on the players. It's the technique that they played. It's how they tried to execute the defense that was called there. We wanted man coverage. That's what Kansas City was anticipating. I thought Darius Darius Slay played the first touchdown to Darius Toney completely wrong. He caused a chain reaction with Avante Maddox. I mean, they could have threw the ball to Travis Kelsey or Kadarius Tony on that play. On the other, on the, when it happened on the next drive, on the other side, I just think Avante Maddox got caught in a difficult position. It was a blitz. By the way, everybody wants Jonathan Gannon to blitz. He blitzed on that play, and it cost him because now Avante Maddox has to wait for the blitz to clear while also watching his man and anticipating him running a route across the field. He starts to chase. Uh, uh, I can't can't think of the kid's name now, 24. He came back out, the receiver, Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Sky Moore, he came back out, and Avante Maddox was out of place. Wow. So it didn't take much to get those guys out of place. But, but Ike, on those two plays Mm – they they were che- they were feeling them out the play before. Yeah, okay? exactly so right. My question is: Is there anybody on the defensive coaching staff on the sidelines or up in the booth who would have noticed it the third time? Right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I epic fail. I, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and try to justify what happened on those final plays. Right, I, I'm not, uh, and it's ironic because the play Bradford got called for the the uh, holding call on mm-hmm. oh. that gave them the first down. It was a similar action where uh, Juju Schuster Smith is is faking like he's going to go across, and then he comes back out. Yep, Bradbury closes the area within him, but when he start, decides to come back out, he tugs him a little bit, and that's why they called yeah. the flag. Right. Do Same you action. call that? Do you call that when you haven't called it all day? 
Didn't call it all day. Yeah. There were holds all over the field. They no, that go. was a terrible call. They, that, they, they'll make that call in that spot. That was a terrible call. Terrible that, call. That was a terrible call. Here's what I would do to try to wiggle my way out of this. Here we go. All right, go ahead. If you're asking me to rank yes. where you place the blame, yeah. Jonathan Gannon in the defense is at yes. the top right. of the list. Rewind. Rewind. I agree with that. Thank you. I, See, you're more open-minded than yeah. that idiot uh, Shaw Parks. <laughs> <laughs> at least we finally brought you around. Hmm. We I've have been, great respect for you. Did you, you play more games than Elliot? I've been consistent with this. I've <laughs> yeah. said this all week. Right, that's okay. I don't even know how I got lumped into that. We had a caller. Yeah. It was a caller yeah. called up and said you hung up on them. Yes, uh, apparently By the way, somebody. It had to be John Marks. I don't hang up on callers. He doesn't do that. Marks is like that. Well, I don't control that. the board. <laughs> you know, since he got the hair back, he's been different. <laughs> oh, that's what I've noticed. Stop. I agree. We love you, man. I, Hold on real quick. It's an honor to work with you all these years. No, it's not, it's not my day, Angelo. It's your day. So listen, I've, I've told this story every time I've, I've uh, talked about how I got interested in sports talk radio and coming to WIP. So listen to this guy on the way to work <laughs> in 98 and 99 in the mornings. You know, I, I thought this city was crazy, right? I, I never heard sports talk radio done in this fashion. And he was sort of the ringmaster. Mm-hmm. But what, what, what appealed to me was the callers calling up. I thought they were really characters. I didn't think that, that these were like real <laughs> fans that were calling up. I thought this was all like a show, like a, like an act, yeah. the way things carried on. And it, it drew me like a moth to a flame. And I went from being a casual, casual listener to being a dedicated listener every morning. Wow. And I'm not, I, I am not lying. Wow. It, it, I, I, got, I got drawn in, and I went from wanting to be on television to saying that's what I would love to do. Wow. That's what I would love to do. Is do it. I, I, love, I love the back and forth. Real quick, one final story before you get me out of here. And you guys may remember this. We, you guys were at the uh, uh, Fifth Street. Yeah. It's when you, you, were yeah, guys, yeah. you guys were there. You remember the first time you had me in? It was like 2001, I believe, or 2002. I came in in the summer as a guest, and I brought my son and my nephew with me. Oh, yes. At yeah. that time. They had to be like, I think seven and eight years old at this time. So I come in and you guys are in the middle of doing the, you were getting ready, you were setting up for the Miss WIP pageant. Out at Chickies and Pete's. Out at Chickies and Pete's in Northeast, right? Yeah. So you guys invite me to be a judge, a celebrity you judge. You brought your son? <laughs> yeah. And I brought my son and my nephew with me. Hold oh, on, but here's the man. thing. I thought it was a real pageant. Like, I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't realize wow. what I was getting into. <laughs> so I bring oh, my dear. seven and eight-year-old with me here, and we got half-naked women running around <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Now, I'm mortified, and these two got two big cheese grins on their face. <laughs> Well, they're like, yeah, dad, yeah, uh, thanks for bringing us here. And the first thing I said to him on the way home. Don't tell mom. You better not tell anybody I had you out here. (laughs) So what you're telling us is we brought your kids right into puberty. (laughs) Seriously. Love you, brother. Love you. Thank you for everything, man. It's been an honor to work with you at a station for so many years. Continue success. And not enough today, not just you, my brother. Thank you, Rhea, Al. Joe Wechter, everybody a part of the morning show. I know Angelo is the headliner, and rightfully so. He is the genius behind this thing. But the real brains and the hard work goes to these guys. <laughs> totally correct. <laughs> totally you. correct. Thank, Thank you all. And I'll Thank say you. this further, boy. I think Marx has basically gotten carried by you for years. <laughs>
He's lucky to have you, Ike. Don't start trouble in the afternoon, man. Come on. Love you, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of these characters, on the line with us is Eagle Shirley. Hi, Cheryl. Good morning, family and friends. Oh, my goodness, Angelo. What? Just listening to everyone just come on or call in or, or be there and just, you know, pay so much respect as, you know, as everyone should. You just touched 